Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk something that actually gives me some enjoyment in life, and that's the Olympics. Aaron We're gonna, oh. Yeah, and him too. We're going to do so with Kenny Ducey from NBC Sports Edge. Kenny, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you doing tonight? Uh, I am great. I, I did have the uh, under in that Cubs game, and I also had the White Sox. So those highlights that you went through, not so great. But uh, other than that, no, it's been it's been a great week uh, so far. Great weekend. The Olympics are always a good time, and uh, and and baseball. You know, I, I, it's really starting to heat up. Like I'm really excited about this trade deadline. I think things are about to change drastically. I do too, Kenny. I am all over the under in that Cubs game, so I'm a bit nervous. Also, I had the under in this Nats game, and. Uh, they put Austin Voth in, so I might as well just go ahead and take my money and throw it in a furnace. <laughs> uh, it was shocking. I mean, Wade Miley and Kyle Hendricks came in pitching so well. I was so shocked to see what happened. Um, and and then on the other hand, with that with that White Sox game, you talked about Jorge Soler. I was I wrote up uh, today at the Action Network. I was like, well, that's the one guy that's been hot, and you know everyone else has really kind of struggled. And of course, the one guy that counts for only, the only two runs in the game. You just love baseball like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, absolutely. What about uh, what are you looking at as far as uh, the Olympics? We got some tennis starting up about 50 minutes from now. Anything that you like as far as uh, any of the matches or any futures, any of the future markets right now? Yeah, I got my eyes on a couple. And when you talk about the Olympics, at least from a tennis perspective, and and it's a sport that is very near and dear to my heart that I bet almost every day. Um, there's been a lot of upsets in the mm-hmm. Olympics and, you know, the, the ebbs and flows of a regular season with tennis, it's kind of a little easier to predict uh, what's going to happen. You know, players get hot, get hold. And in the Olympics, you know, there's, there's been a kind of varying display of effort levels and uh, some players just facing a different kind of pressure. Um, but the one good thing about tennis is there is international play, whether it be the Davis cup or the ATP cup, which was just introduced by the ATP a couple of years ago. So based on that, you do have some sort of track record to look at when you're talking about players in international play, albeit, you know, we still had Andre Rublev lose to Kena Shikori, which was to me a, a really huge upset. But look, I mean, I think if you're looking at the futures market, a guy like Alex Zverev at plus 1000 yeah. is just so severely mispriced. He's had so much success in international play. Uh, he tends to play really well in these matches. He's also been on the precipice of winning a Grand Slam at the U.S. Open. And the way Stefano Tsitsipas is playing, the way Daniel Medvedev really struggled to put away Alexander Bublik in the first round, a guy that he has really owned over his career. I love Bublik, one of my favorite players, really talented, but Medvedev has been no match for him. You know, his returns have really told the story of that entire head-to-head. Um, you know, I'm, I think that they're probably undeserving to be more favored to win than Alex Zverev. I think that you know, obviously Djokovic is the runaway favorite here. He's now minus 200 at BetMGM. Yeah. But if I had to pick one guy for the futures, I would probably say Alex Vera plus 1,000. Also tonight, speaking of 7-0 pass, I like our boy, the American, Francis Siafo, to slap the bicep and take a set off of Stefano Tsitsipas. He might even win. That's, of course, a rematch of when he upset Tsitsipas at Wimbledon. Uh, he's playing well. He's another guy that really likes to play in these international competitions. He's, uh, he's feeling it. And Tsitsipas just a little bit out of rhythm right now. A couple bad losses, Wimbledon, and then on the clay. So I think that he could uh, he could take a set, maybe even pull the big upset. 
Man, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I need some action, man. That's going to start about 48 minutes from now, some more tennis. I love the Olympics so much. It's always so hard to figure out what's actually live and what's not. I'm glad that you brought up Medvedev because I was looking at that price, plus 333. Um you think that that's pr- probably not the right play, though, especially like that price. I'm looking for more of a long shot, but plus 333, like you said, Joker's the overwhelming favorite. I don't want to lay minus 200. So you're out yeah. on Medvedev, though, huh? I, I am, and you're absolutely right. And when you're talking about men's tennis and yeah. you're talking about outrights, it, it's so it's become so unlikely over the last five years. You just want to find a bigger dog. Um, you don't, Obviously, you can't go too crazy, but I think this is just a really good price. And, yeah, look, I am kind of out on Medvedev. I've I've never been – his biggest fan, I think he's undoubtedly one of the five greatest players on tour, but he, he does still, he's still prone to bad losses. And I think that a lot of folks tend to romanticize him a little bit. And this is sort of a competition that could really get to him mentally. He's just not really there mentally uh, to, to the level of a Novak Djokovic anyway. Um, he can be broken. And I think that Alexander Bublik kind of, you know, pushed him a little bit, yeah. kind of made him kind of made him tilt as we like to say in the betting space. And yeah, I don't know. I think that that's a little bit too plus one thirty. I'd like a little bit more value on that. So um, don't don't really love it, especially the way he's playing. He hasn't really. I mean, even off of a kind of mediocre Wimbledon, a surface that he should excel on is the grass. Uh, the form of him and the form of Sitsipas, one of my favorites, not really too appealing at the moment. Kenny, I've tried to talk myself into this one thing: that Team USA basketball is just okay. They're fine. They stink. They're good. Okay. They're too talented to stink like this. Now, hear me out. Two days, they play I freaking ran. No disrespect to Iran, but they play Iran. I'm taking taking Iran, Kenny. 41 and a half is the spread right now on BetMGM. You're looking at that. What would you do? My heart says I love USA, but they don't look like a team that's covering 41 and a half against my mom and her five friends from church. So please help us out. I mean, the friends from church are pretty close to who's going to be playing for Iran. I was actually looking. I'm going to talk about it tomorrow. DFS plays for this game because, uh, you know, over at DraftKings, you have to play someone from Iran, right? You can't just stack up the Team USA. So I'm looking at some of these. these, I mean, these are guys that are pushing 40. They're, one of their best players at Dottie is a 7-2 center. I think hey, he's 36. We just talked about um, Dottie. We, we literally two. broke down the entire roster. 265. Dude, he's a force, man. I like this guy. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a double double. And um, look, look. The, the bottom line here is we saw it in the France game, and we've seen it with France all through you know international play last last uh, you know really decade. Is Rudy Gobert is a force because he can hit that ball off the rim. There's different FIBA rules, and he's much more dominant in international play. And, you know, bigs are everything. And I think that the, you know, the, the USA probably has an edge in the guard department. Drew Holiday played excellent defense uh, in that loss to France, that upset loss. But, you know, I think there's serious, serious problems. I think that they don't, I don't know if they have the, the real size to compete. I mean, Bannon Matabayo did play a good game, but they are lacking. And, you know, without so many players, without a Steph Curry to kind of, you know, lead them when they're slumping offensively. I'm a little worried. Greg Popovich is not coached well. I'm sure that it's been covered extensively by you guys, but this is not a team that I have any confidence in right now. I'm 100% with you. I also think that um, I'm, I'm probably t- I'm, I'm probably taking the 41 half points if I want to. That's that's just so outrageous. Um, maybe I might be looking at a first half spread if I, if we're being honest. I'm probably yeah. taking like 
I don't know what the first half is, but it's probably like, you know, 26 or 27 points. It's actually, Maybe I'll take that. It's 20 and a half right now. Hmm. 20 and Maybe a half. And I'm a little scared about that. Go. Well, what is happening? USA has to get it. They got to beat somebody by 100 to restore order They're not in good. the Olympics. They're not good. They need LeBron. I hate to say it. They need somebody. They need Melo. Oh, well, it's it's the, they do need mellow, <laughs> but do. it's the same Olympic thing. Hero. We literally, you, it sports is a cycle, and it's the same thing that just happened. What was it, eleven or 12, fifteen years ago, when all the stars in the NBA started to become like, okay, well, we're good at basketball. I'm dropping out. I'm dropping out. Yeah. I'm not playing. And then you, what you're left with is a freaking C team from the United States, and this is what happens. And now, after this, I'm sure that the next Olympic Games in three years. I'm sure you're going to get LeBron back, even though he's going to be older. You're going to get everybody full participation. They should have put Julius Randle on the team. Absolutely. I'm a New York Knicks fan. They should have put Trey Young on the team. They're missing a lot of talented guys. Jason Tatum, not built for international play. He's not good in these games. So, yeah, I, I, I'm with you, man. Like, I, I think that this is, this is a team that really could use a serious roster overall. And the problem is it's not like – basket you know the nba regular season or baseball where you can just make a mid-season trade they're stuck with these guys talking right now with kenny Ducey, nbc sports edge uh kenny anything else you like in the olympics i'm a little bit worried about my uh u.s gymnastics team man i was all over them i love them i i literally live for the gymnastics and the olympics it's my favorite event anything else that you like at all i i I definitely have you know experienced or explored the exotic bet market on the olympics it's been very fun um I would be, yeah, I mean, that was, uh, that's a little bit worrisome. I think that the United States women are now to plus 125 to win the gold. I'm, I was looking at that. I am a little worried because this is a, much like, you know, Simone Biles and much like some of the core Team USA members of the men's basketball team, this is a team that's getting a little older. So that's a little, con- like, they're not going to, I think there's going to be a moment where Team USA realizes that they're, they've been caught. Uh, a little bit by the rest of the world as women's soccer continues to develop around the world. And I do think that a team like Brazil, Canada, Sweden, these are, these are legitimate threats. Um, But I still think that they have the over overwhelmingly, they have more talent than everyone else. And now that we can get them at plus money, because there's a little bit of a scare out there that they have been beaten. um, I think that they lock it down. I think that they take home the gold. I think that's a really good price for like a historically great team. Kenny, have you uh, dabbled in any of the uh, three-on-three basketball and their <laughs> flagship uh, event? I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I'm going to pat myself on the back here just a little prematurely. I gave my lock. He's very of the, humble, um, Kenny. Yeah, very humble guy. I gave my lock of the Olympics was taking Team USA women three-on-three tournament. I got them at plus 110 on MGM. Right now they're minus 250. They had this game against uh, China. Um, they won by a buzzer beater. Shout out to my girl, Casey Plum. But any, have you been watching uh, any of the three-on-three basketball and anything else that you kind of want to expound upon? Well, I did notice that we're undefeated still, and I saw yep. Kelsey Plum hit the game winner when it was 19-19. I do really like that format, though. I love three-on-three basketball. It's definitely a throwback to, you know, growing up playing pickup, and uh, I, I think that's a very that's a very sharp bet on your point, on your uh on your part, that's, that's some good closing on value right there. I'm going to pat you on the back as well as, uh, you know, your, your right hand's on your back. I'm putting my left hand on your back. Congratulations. Thank you, brother. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> hey, look, it's sometimes the, the wins, you need those wins. Um, yes. But, uh, no, it's, uh, it's, it's been really fun. I mean, I, I was watching um, the triathlon. I was watching the women's triathlon tonight. I was watching the triathlon yesterday. Um, and I, I, don't know, I don't know if there's actually any betting markets for it, but if there are, 
I highly recommend getting into a badminton match. Yeah. Just to have an excuse to watch it. This, I mean, these players, these athletes, I mean, this is, you, you don't have to be built like an athlete to play badminton. It is absolutely insane what goes into these. I mean, it is, it is bonkers how these <laughs> players make solid contact. Also, synchronized diving, big fan. But, yeah, I would say those are my two favorite sports so far early on in the Olympics. Kenny, we really appreciate your time, man. We have to have you back on. Really Absolutely. great stuff. And I uh, jumped on that play with you. I need some action and some tennis. So let's go. Hey, he's a fun player to watch. It'll be a really. I'm sure it'll be even. I'm, I was gonna say good atmosphere. There's no fans, but it'll be it'll be <laughs> it'll be intense. It'll be high intensity. Giafo's a good shot maker. I think it'll be really fun. Looking forward to it. Let's go USA. And anytime you guys want to have me back, I'd be thrilled. So thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate it. Keep up the great work. That's Kenny Ducey, NBC Sports Edge, joining us here on BetMGM tonight. Thank you, Kenny. I think he likes us. I think I we're, we get it. We get a second date. I like that guy. I needed, he touched I needed my a back. play. I needed. He, I needed a play, and he, he touched, helped me out. He touched my back virtually, over the audio waves. Yeah. Yeah, you heard me. You heard me loud and clear. Five star plays going on around here. You want the cold hard bets you need to take in the Olympics? Well, look no further than me, brother. Five one three on three basketball. Take USA at plus money now. You're gonna have to lay two fifty to win one. I wish I knew how to say any of these guys' names. Habibi. Thank you. Talking about Iran's team? Oh no no no! I was talking about the tennis players. <laughs> Some of the names, like I know, I, I know, like you know, the 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 big name guys. Well, to be fair, a lot of people don't know how to say Horvat. That's true. Like nobody does. Like not Nick e- Costos. Not, not even our coworkers. Stop calling my boy Horvat. Yeah, my my wife's always like, "Why don't you correct them?" And I'm like, "You know, I just don't care." He's anymore. a nice guy. I used to be Mayo. Little.